Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo tabbouleh, real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini ziti, granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, the podcast where I interview amazing humans with amazing minds, but all we care about is what is in their bellies. My guest today is one of the few people in my life who is my comedy BFF and my real life BFF. An amazing, funny stand-up oh. comic. You can see him regularly at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. He's written for The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore on Comedy Central, the show Divorce on HBO, and he's one of the best dining partners I have ever had. Please, oh welcome God. Jordan Carlos. Thank you. Yes. What a build-up. I, I meant it all. I'm one of the best dining partners you've ever had? Absolutely. I appreciate that, Dan. That's that's That means a <laughs> lot, because you are a huge foodie. I know that you... Like, you sent a video, it was like... Of you on vacation is like me going to the number one restaurant in the world. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know, but to know that you wouldn't mind sitting across from me as we dine and I drop things with my fork. I, I think you're, you're, cool. you're, this might be a backhanded compliment because you're one of my favorite dining partners because you always agree to go wherever I want to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's basically it. That's From Buffalo it Wild Wings <laughs> to, to Le Cirque. I'll do it all, man. No, it's just the experience of being with you. Remember the time that you pretended in Brazil to be a, uh, a food critic and you got us a free meal? Was it in Sao Paulo or Rio de Janeiro? Um, okay, this is, this is taking a turn for the worst. Uh, Yes, it was. I think it was in... Sc- I, it was a scam? Yeah, we were trying to get into to a place... And we mm-hmm. sa- I said I was a food reviewer for the New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and This they, is in the age of Google. Yeah. They could have easily yeah. Googled this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, New York Times, come <laughs> have a fish water. <laughs> we did go to Rio together. Actually, yes. I had some fantastic, we had some fantastic food in Rio. We had some really good, uh, we had so, some good goi and the forgy foing. I can't remember the names, but we went to this. There was a quasit yesel and a vogazit. No, whatever it is, it sounds beautiful. Actually, you know what? It was? Okay, yes. there was a couple of highlights for me. Yes. There was the buchkin. Buchkin. So buchkins. Are like these old school little like hole in the wall places where like old men uh, sit watch around, soccer. watch soccer, mm-hmm. complain about their wives, yeah, and like <laughs> have fried foods and like a really light beer called Chopi. 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 Well, it depends on what area in Brazil you're in. In São Paulo, they call it Chopi. Yeah, but in Rio, it's Chop. So yeah. it's like, don't get it wrong. I remember whenever we go someplace to be like, uh, it's Chop. Or yeah. it's Jopey. I was like, just give me the beer, please. Yeah. Please. No, it's enough that we fucking know the first four letters. Yeah. We're ugly Americans. <laughs> give us the beer. <laughs> um, but and very yeah. cheap beer, very light beer. Yes. Very, uh, I mean, it, they're just a fun fun experience, right? Yeah. It's, there, it's a good, it was a wonderful, like, uh, I'll always remember the food in Brazil. It was, like, so good. And, um, it, yeah, the, the Buchiquins. We would just Panda go. Queixo, remember that? Pan, what's Panaquecho? Panaquecho was the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's cheese and bread. Yeah, no, it was that cheesy bread, though. It's like a bread that they make and they cook it with the cheese inside. So it's oh. like bready, but also like has 
like melted cheese, but it, you can't see the cheese. It yeah. like gets into, so it's like just. See, your memory uh, for food, that's probably wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we went to that one Bossa Nova place and we're like, let's get out of here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're like, it was like a, it was a restaurant and everybody was much older than us and we're like, we have to leave. The food, well, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that, I don't know if you remember, but my, the romance of Brazil, <laughs> the romance of what I thought Brazil was going to be and what it ended up being was just awful. Because I was like, I love Bossa Nova more than anything in life. And I was like, I'm going to go there. Sorry. Every street corner is going to have, you know, yeah. a guy with his little, yeah, with his little guitar and a lady singing and just like serenading us. And it's going to be beautiful. And we get there. And I remember right away. I think uh, we asked them, we're like, yeah, we, where can we listen to Bossa Nova? And they're like, Bossa Nova, that's for the old people. Yeah. We don't listen to Bossa Nova. This is what we listen to. And they played like <laughs> awful Brazilian hip hop. I was like, oh my God, you guys have the most, you guys were handed the most beautiful <laughs> musical were. culture and you threw it away for this shit. Yeah, they just drove the Bugatti right off the uh, Cocovado, which is the hunchback everybody yeah we i mean we had a <laughs> although i remember we had jordan's was, just going to share his fun facts what was the um drink that we dr it was uh Cabrinha? not Cabrinha. <laughs> it's almost like their their vodka it's like oh yes it was a uh oh it, it was, was so some sort wonderful. of sugar cane thing yeah you know? yeah yeah and we had it at the old that old bar way up on the hill and Oof. you were like this is the most brazilian we'll ever be and then, that was one, yeah. that was one of the more magical places I've ever eaten in my life. It yeah. was like on the top of a hill in a random little town. Yes, I'm going to track that down and put a link to it somewhere on this. Uh, it's called. I mean, we went to two. We were sent to Teresa, and then we went. And that same day, we went to this bar where only men. This is sounding so misogynist, but only men. Only the men. Only the men. Only the men. Oh, what a great place! <laughs> <laughs> Their values are awesome. It was our favorite restaurant. Oh, I could just really relax. You can't do that after I say, it was my favorite restaurant <laughs> I've ever been to in my life. You're like, yes, Dan, you're right. It no, was the one where they didn't allow women. No, in. I think you're misremembering. Because there was a restaurant we went to in Santa Teresa, and then uh, uh, another point, there was a bar that was in the same area at nightfall that we went to, where we had the cachaça. 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 Yes. Which almost sounds like uh, Mufasa. <laughs> you get real, you get the the feels whenever you hear it. But the bar was like, uh, it was like, it was like we were in midnight in midnight in Rio. Yes. It, was, it, it was like midnight in Paris. Like we literally were transformed to another era. It was another era. It was, it was another like era. Completely. If Hemingway was in the corner writing, I would not have been surprised. Yes, where women couldn't be in bars. Women that's, weren't allowed. That's basically what we, that was the time <laughs> travel. Before we get to more things, yes, just put a pin in the fact that you're probably one of the more most. Uh, ver voracious eaters. Oh, thank you. No, not in a good way. What do you mean? You're literally. You, no one will you ever put it in front of me and eat it. No, yeah, no one will ever. You'll be so full. Yes, and I'll be like, dude, I. Do you want the rest of mine? You'll be like, oh, fine. Yeah, and you'll begrudgingly, not even begrudgingly, no, glad. Like it's a bottomless pit in there. It is because I, I know that we're spending three hundred dollars. <laughs> so like, you you act like a little French prince. You're like, oh, take it away. And I'm like, no, bring it to me. Like, I'm going to get every... It's it's ROI, baby. I'm putting yeah. the money out. It's going to be inside me. And I, yeah. li I like it to be in there, you know, as long as possible. I'm like, oh, my God, I have foie gras in me right now. I got that foie gras. I got that foie gras. I've got, like, foie gras energy walking these streets with a swag. Yeah. And some people are just like, I've got a burger in me. I'm like, no, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's all that, about the fuel. You know what that foie is illegal now in California. Excuse me? On peut pas manger de la foie gras 
at California. Really? Yeah. They, no more force-fed livers of a goose? My God. I mean, how much time do people have on their hands back in the day? They're like, yeah, keep feeding it, Henri. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did they know that it was going to... Like, make its liver taste delicious. It I was think, just an experiment? I guess. I mean, Jean-Luc and Henri... I mean, livers are good anyway, right? Yes, Those are fantastic. good anyway. But, like, they're like, what if we stuff it with nuts and walnuts and berries? <laughs> and they just stuck a pike down its throat. Uh, you know, the goose is like, oh! You know? <laughs> you just had time a la campagna a on the campagna. farm yeah. doing your thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was an easier time. Women weren't allowed on the farm. Would you just stop? Sorry, the, sorry. Okay. <laughs> They were. (laughs) (laughs) Let's look into your fridge. I got some pictures of your fridge here. No, it doesn't. Um, It's great from the outside. By the way, uh, Jordan's fridge is going to be posted on my Instagram page at Stand Up Dan. A lot of people don't know that they're going to be posted, so they really don't give it any effort, which is clear from this picture. Okay, I've got a couple bones to pick. Please. There's a. Is that a half avocado? Yeah, it's a half avocado. That's a half avocado. (laughs) Avocado, not covered. Yeah. Next to a half a lemon, not covered. Do you right. do, is it is that like the ninety nine cent store? They just sell you halves. Yeah, and in deepest Brooklyn, they sell you half of whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, give me one fruit. Loop. <laughs> they're like, all right, hold out your hand. Yeah. Um, listen. You went to the store and you were like, can I get something half off? They're like, oh, you want half off? And he got like really pissed. He's like, here you go, half off. And he you just know chopped what? them in half. Okay. And yeah. You know what? All right. I'm sorry. For you that don't accent. have to. Uh, put everything in a hermetically sealed container. Oh, God. <laughs> All right? It doesn't matter. No, a- I actually have half cut. Um, you don't have to backpedal now. You okay? have, but then you have tangerines in a bowl in the fridge. I didn't do that. My wife did that. And those are clementines. All clementines. Right? So oh. get your get get it together. <laughs> by the way, Alina, thrown under the bus right away by your husband. <laughs> oh my god! I just wanted to be clear what they are. You're gonna get letters. Be is like, Alina, um, your wife or the dog? Alina is my <laughs> <laughs> very much my wife. I love Alina. There's cage-free eggs in there. Cage-free. Okay. No cage for those eggs. I didn't show you. The chickens were in a cage, but once they laid the eggs, the eggs were taken out of the cage. Wow. The cage-free. The cage-free eggs. You have a lot of applesauce, Jordan. Yeah, I got kids. What, what do you think? Is that, that a thing that kids eat? Yes. Really? That's, what they, that's most of what they, that, their fuel. And you got that basic-ass moths. Moth's applesauce. I'm surprised. Yeah, that you after do- a while. I'm surprised that you don't have like oh, organic. This is pure. From the farmer's market. Uh, we get these apples. Do we fresh? We. <laughs> <laughs> no. After a while. You do that at we, first. We hand mash the apples. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> when the full moon comes out. Uh-huh. The blood moon. Yes. The blood, when the blood yeah. moon comes out. Um, yes, I mean, listen. Sauce. On a long enough timeline, you just you find yourself being like, "Screw it, I'm getting mots for this kid." You know what? <laughs> I had mots and I'm fine. Uh, you got oat milk. You got some oat milk. That wasn't my. That was a surprise. Oh, I really? I don't like the tree stuff. Really? No. Yeah, all the kids are drinking the oat milk. Ugh, <laughs> gross. It's less gross than the others, though. I don't. Dr- I mean, I don't drink milk because I'm a, an adult. The thing about milk is, beep, what beep. other animal Shots drinks milk fired. in their adulthood? Um, hold on. It's time for a word from our sponsor. <laughs> the, the U.S. Milk Association. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah, we're sponsored by Big Milk. Oh, I see. Thank you, Big Milk. Are you, are you telling me some grown-ass grizzly bear is hunting down its mother? Like, can I get some of that milk, though, Mom? For my yes. coffee? No. Yes. We should take yeah. our living uh, <laughs> advice from how grizzly bears live their lives. Why don't you go fucking go no through the garbage? Other Why don't you go through the garbage and maul 
some fucking I'm not wrong. Guy okay. who's making no a documentary. No other animal does this. That's why we have. That's why we rip terrible craps and like have gas. And yeah, we're like, bro. Oh, I'm bloated. No other animal has AC either. All right, we invented that shit. Right. We're allowed to do whatever the fuck we I want. I don't even know what side of the argument you're on I right don't now. Either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that uh, I don't do milk and I feel great and I'm better than other people. Yeah. That's, I get that. That's mainly the takeaway from that. So you don't do any of the milk. Why would you do milk? Do it's you delicious. actually you drink milk? You drink milk in your coffee and then you wonder why, like you're like, why can't I lose the weight that I want? Why can't I have the body that I want? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm very happy with my body. Stop trying to no, body shame me. No, he's not. Yes, I am. No, he's not. He's I, always you're always drawing your problem areas in Crayola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm my own sorority. I just <laughs> fat shame myself in the morning with my with no. my with my red sharpie i'm literally projecting like everything about like i quit milk so now everybody it's it's now everybody's sin you have a weird food thing you're doing now though like because you were over at my place and yeah i was like you want some cereal and you're like oh wait i'm doing the whole 30 it's, the grains? it's a dumb basic diet i feel great i ran from the subway up here old man's i'm 41 what, years old what is the diet what is the diet um imagine any fun food and you can't have it <laughs> yeah. so imagine any boring food and you can have it so if it's like if it's just bird seeds like more you know? what about halfway foods like for me okra fun food healthy food okra yeah yeah totally okra i've been eating okra like my whole life you that's know, like that's one of those like foods black people have been eating for a long time that white people are like, oh, okra, look at this. We discovered it. First of all, I'll have you know that Persians have a stew with okra. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the door of your fridge. I have soy ve. Yeah, soy I have ve. mini condiments. What I is have soy ve? Soy ve is soy sauce with a Jewish twist. I don't know what the twist is exactly. <laughs> But it's soy bay, and it's like... What is it? Is it uh Look it up. Look, we have very smart phones. No. I, we use it as a as a base, to, uh, like a way to base soy things. Soy bay. Yeah. It has a Jewish touch to it. And I didn't say, I said a Jewish, Jewish twist. That sounds gross. It has a Jewish twist. Why? What is it? it will it give you measles? No. What? Oh. oh, my God. What is the matter with you? The Chassids have measles. We, okay. That is just... <laughs> that is blaming... A, a sect. I am when, part of that sect. I'm allowed anti- to talk about okay. that sect. Uh, you know. All right. This all is I'm getting saying super is super uncomfortable. I'm happy to not be that religious during this outbreak. Oh my god. All right. Okay. It's Chinese Japanese cuisine. It's a marinade. It's these two people. They're really cool. So it's teriyaki. Chinese Japanese cuisine. Oh, so basically it's just like an ignorant old Jewish lady. No, like, no, no. Do you want the Chinese <laughs> Japanese food? I don't know. There was a couple, right? That uh, they were. Hold on. Stand by. Soy ve. Wonton nachos. It's they won't very tell me the story. Soy ve. It's just a really good marinade to put on meats and uh, sauces and Since things. Since like 1982, that. soy ve has perfected their homemade signature sauces using only the <laughs> finest ingredients. Who is that? Harvey that's Firestein? <laughs> Harvey Firestein? That's, uh, that's uh, Frank uh, ve. From Soy Vey. Yeah, I think it was a couple that got together, Asian and Jewish descent, and they made this sauce, like a oh, marinade together. Oh, got it. And it's really, really good. Um, soy so you, uh, we love it on salmon. Salmon, it's amazing. Bang! You just put it, um, you put that in a, in a, seal it in a little glad bag or whatever you want, um, leave it overnight, mm. um, a little pre-prep, and mm. then you, um, yeah, and then you, you 
three fifty for thirty minutes. You know what I'm saying? You've been cooking a lot lately, JC. That's all we do. We cook about five days a week, baby. Really? Can't take my son to the restaurant. What are you out of your mind? So you only go out to eat when I. I feel like because whenever I'm, I have a two year old. When, <laughs> whenever I come to New York, yes, uh, we always go. Uh, yeah, I immediately I set up epic meals. Yeah, and uh, we we go ham. We go nuts. We do. We go Last in. time we had a dinner at Ultra Paradiso. Oh. Remember that? Yes. The, and you had to leave midway to go to a show. I did. At NYU. Yes. And we made fun of you after you left. Great. Um, I mean, that's good. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what you got. Well, thank you. What was? I'm sure it ratcheted up and the you know the dolphins came out and there were lasers. <laughs> missed it. Uh-huh. It was a good time. Ten you know? minutes after you left. <laughs> Right. My favorite David Tell joke. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you missed it. So um uh that was such a good meal. Yes. But uh, we go we go ham every time because it gets me out of the house, Dan. Yes. I'm stuck in a house with my family who I love. Yes. Um and you like to like, poke fun. You like to poke fun at my restaurant choices sometimes. Well, because yeah, because you pick, you don't pick like regular. We can never just go to a bistro or a brasserie. You have to pick a place like called like Oxford Comma, and like you have to, you know, take a barge across the Gowanus on the River Styx to a man and give him three gold guilders, which will open up a vault. And by the way, that's not the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the waiting area. The restaurant's in Harlem. <laughs> and you go there, and there's it's lit by the light of one candle. Just one candle. And they're always like, have you been to Oxford Comma? I'm like, no. They're like, oh. <laughs> we do things a little differently at Oxford Comma. Really? Uh, do I cook? No. <laughs> okay. They always do things a little differently, right? Yeah. They always do things a little differently. Yes. And I'm like, is it small plates? They're like, no. <laughs> Big plates. Small forks. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to share a, pa- a fork with the person next to you <laughs> at the table over. It's terrible. But those kind of places, and it's always like the person waiting on us is some guy named Ethan that went to Oberlin or something like that, you know? And like it's it's just he has tattoos of the things he wants to do in life. There's like a knife on his finger <laughs> and scissors on his wrist, you know, like all that stuff. Oh. I'm like, okay, Ethan. What do we, the, the, the Ethan will bring out the menu. It'll be like, um, our menu's a little bit different. I'm like, okay, just is it ink and paper? I think I can figure it out. It's a Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> If you want to eat your meal, you have to figure out the Sudoku puzzle you're not going to eat. And I just love the places we go. You're yes. always, we go there and they're like, like first of all, I'm loving they Oxford don't take comma, reservations. The Oxford I'm loving comma. Oxford comma. <laughs> Oxford comma. I love those places. We'll go and they're like, um, it's a nine and a half hour wait. <laughs> just like with no irony. Yes. And you're like, okay. Yeah, oh, right. yeah absolutely. To say, to Instagram the meal, mm. we have to stay. Cancel all your plans tomorrow. None of us are sleeping. Oh my god! We go to these. Why do you do this to us? Then we. Th- then they. D- they don't feed us. They don't. They're like. They're like. Okay, I'll have that. They're like. Oh, you're gonna want like four entrees. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. We suggest seventeen entrees between the two of you. Between the two of you. That is the right. I, I hate it when they tell you how much how much shit you need to order. Yeah. Fuck you. Why didn't you say it at the outset? Why don't you put uh, our plates are small. Our portions are small. 
Oh my God! It's There's crazy. a restaurant in uh, San Francisco. I'm sure there is. Called Cren. Uh, Dominique Cren is the chef, and actually, she's the only. <laughs> That's a Pixar cartoon character. Kren. That's not real. It's real. Okay. She's actually the only three star Mich- the o- the only female three star Michelin chef in America. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. listening. Yes. Um, however, tell me about Dominique Cren. Her menu is a poem. Oh yeah. <laughs> I li- what? <laughs> it's literally like to start an ocean breeze wafts off of the bay no past the trees no pi- tickling the pine needles on its way and it's like um is this a, is this a soup or a, is it a is it a wait is something cooked under pine trees what what the fuck what am i gonna have <laughs> And it's always it's always a a bed of some green that like they're always like it's on a bed of lispinard leaves and you're like what oh I've had those because you don't want to seem uncool yeah had a them lot all of, the time there's a lot of weird named greens Lovage I'm coming after yeah. you Lovage oh no fuck you didn't Lovage Lovage is Lovage is you know yeah it's I think Little Gem is having a moment Little Gem mm-hmm. weird name for a green I want to be an agent for greens like in Hollywood. Just like book greens at restaurants. <laughs> That's gonna be me. I'll be like, hey, hey, uh, ramps. Ramps. <laughs> you can't have ramps. Tell you what you can have. You can have little diamond, little green. You can have uh Geralamon root. <laughs> and we got a whole bushel of Frankie Johnny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm What's just the last leaf? It's called a Frankie, Frankie Johnny. Johnny. You're gonna love a Frankie Johnny. I'm just naming streets in Brooklyn, by the way. <laughs> Funny looking streets. Jeralamon Street. Everybody, everybody, anybody ever been to Jeralamon? Um, oh, that is a funny ass name. It's street. Not a podcast about. Street oh, sorry. Names. There's a great restaurant okay. called the River Deli there. There we go. So Tell me about off. it. I took my mom there. It was a hot day. Um, it was great. Like it's like so, it's wonderfully plated Italian courses that evoke a time when black people couldn't be in the restaurant. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> a twist. <laughs> a twist. <laughs> oh, sweet segregation. No, um, it, no, it's they're they're made on plates that are uh, that obviously come from either Ellis Island or like the Titanic. They're like the plates are all chipped. And like you right, know, right. old timey, and like uh, it's it's cool, <laughs> and none of the forks are match. You know, plates are having a comeback. Plates are <laughs> like these ceramic companies are like, we make this in our kiln. Our kiln is from 1764, <laughs> and it's only three hundred thirty dollars for a side plate, and it comes in a set of thirty. So. We have payment plans. We're gonna we do home equity. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I cook. For my, I cook for my family. We are we are short order cooks in my house. Oh yeah. Like I'm I'll make. Uh, let's see. This week I made. You have like, IKEA. You got IKEA plates and stuff. We we have IKEA for the kids. Mm-hmm. Stoneware for the kids. But we have like nicer stuff like CB2 that we eat on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the kids, because my son is like Genghis Khan, and he, he'll be like, and like throw plates and, and cups and stuff like that. He's terrifying uh but he loves macaroni and cheese with bacon so yeah. i make him that like mm. do, 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 get him the board set bacon going love sizzle it. that up and they're always like more water more bread more they're they're te- i mean they're new york children so they don't know how to, know how to say please right. um what i'm trying to do is this is really a cry for help <laughs> just like 
But but the, I have all clad. I got Lake Creuset in my kitchen. Oh so, shit! So we're we're definitely like we got stuff on burner one and burner two. I'm like, how are those carrots coming along? My, my wife's like, on it like a bonnet, you know. And she's like chopping it up, <laughs> prepping, throwing it in the pan, little olive oil. You know, I'm like, I love like, it. Where's the brown rice? She's like, come on, you guys. You know. So we get that going. You got for a them. bell. Ding. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. And I'm like kind of sweating coming out of the kitchen. Have my towel, like telling the kids what's you know what's you you know, what's hair, on the docket. Hairnet on, absolutely, absolutely. They love it. You know, yeah. I got my my tats and everything like that. <laughs> my asymmetrical knife, which is next to my children's names. <laughs> I gain like thirty pounds <laughs> for the meal. Yeah, as the chef, then I like take it off. Anyway, I, love it. I just want to be a chef. I think I kind of want to be a chef. I think it's deep very down. sexy. It's very sexy. Yeah, to be a chef. I don't know if it's as sexy as it used to be. It had a Tay Day. What are you talking about? I feel like, I feel like it's not. I don't know. Jesse, it's not cool to be a chef Jesse, anymore. Jesse, is it as sexy to be a chef as it was like ten years ago when like Anthony Bourdain started coming out and everything? It was like this is cool, and yeah. then it was like, oh wait, it leads to suicide. <laughs> what? <laughs> now that he's dead. It's no, over. Yeah, now he's dead. It's, no, over. it's done. We're done with that scene. So what's next? Um, in the in the in the restaurant Ooh. world, what's the hot thing now? Food what's, trucks? No, that was hot. What's the hot thing? What's the hot thing? Food cars? I think shishito peppers mm -hmm. are having a moment. I like anybody like you know when people like I take like the, the Russian pepper? the Russian roulette uh, aspect of a shishito pepper. Oh, they're like here you go, here's ten shishito peppers, nine of them completely mild. One of them is going to ruin your fucking night. Really? Oh yeah, dude. See, I gotta eat with you more often, dude. Oh, shishitos are Shishito. great. It's like it's a fucking it's this Russian roulette with your taste buds. But you you like you don't you magically never have food in your you have like gourmand food in your fridge. You don't have the stuff that can make more stuff. No. You have like I have you, <laughs> you I have, have you have saffron threads. Yes. <laughs> hey. <sighs> So a lo uh, half a log of pate de campagna. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm <laughs> when I go to your house, I'm starving, and you know I eat all your food. I eat yeah. all your food. Oh my god! The funny thing is that I'm a fungus. Persian culture, there's something called tarof, which is you always offer someone something, even if like you don't really mean it. You just offer it, and their uh, Persians are supposed to say no, 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 no. It's okay. I don't want it, even yeah. if they want it. So it's like an awful game of like you never know what someone actually wants. Mm -hmm. uh, so whenever Jordan comes over, my parents will be like. Yeah, you want to you want some food? He's like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a steak, Mr. Dude. No, but and it, also, uh, you got a lamb shank? Great. No, you can thaw it. Your I'll mom wait. could cook it up. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, she could cook it up. <laughs> it is it, where I come from in Texas. It's rude not to accept an offer of food. Ah. So you take anyone's food, anybody's potato salad, collard greens, brisket, whatever. Even if the even if they got like. Cold leftovers. You eat it. Can we talk Texas a little bit? Please. Um, I was in Austin recently. And I usually... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do people from the East know any other place in Texas besides Austin? It is... By the way, we built it for you. Okay? It's it's basically the Times Square of Texas. What I was going to say <laughs> is I hated the food. If you don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding. I loved it. Right. And here was something that I loved. Is I you know I normally and you and I normally love to poo-poo on like <laughs> the hipsterification of food, yes. like hipster restaurants and this and that. I think the hipsterification of Texas food, which is kind of what you see in Austin, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's like taking these old school Texas things and they're right. like, okay, instead of having a cow that was just fucking prodded and like, you know, made uh paraplegic so it didn't move, like these um, we use 
we used good cows to right. make this barbecue, and it's fucking delicious. Well, that was a time when you had to use good cows, right? So industrialization made it like the prodding and stuff. But we've gotten back to the simple. So no, you went to Lockhart? Uh, yes. Okay, you went to Lockhart. Yes. You waited in a long ass line and yes. things like that. See, so you could have gone to Coulter's. Had the same thing. Yeah. There's some very, uh, there's some other cool places in Texas, and don't say Marfa. There's, uh, oh, Marfa. I think, uh, the Prada stop. store in Marfa. Please stop. It's the best. <laughs> Uh, there's Fort, Fort Worth is really cool. Great barbecue. Uh, Dallas has really good barbecue as well. But Dallas is not a tourist city at all. No one ever says, me and the family, we jump in the car, we drove to Dallas. Not, not at all. No right. one is, that's not a destination. Right. People are always like, I went there for work. Yeah. If I didn't go, I would be fired. <laughs> so, is there a good food culture in Dallas? It's great food culture. But yeah. we're not like, you know, not cool like Austin. You know, we don't have, a, we have the same stuff. Okay, um, is this recording me? We are sponsored by. We the have the same. You could get the exact same stuff, and it's there's no lines. Okay, and yeah, salt lick. What do you think about the salt lick? It's f- whatever. We've got you come. To, you go to Records Barbecue. Okay, you want to go to Sunny Brian's or Records Barbecue? Records Barbecue. You literally just told me there's no reason to go to fucking Dallas, and now you're like, you gotta come to Sunny no, Brolin's. No, okay, the Brian's, <laughs> not Brolin's. Um, okay, you know what? I take it back. There is a reason, and I have a chip on my shoulder because everybody thinks Austin is so cool. It's like the they're like the cool kid. They're like the Chad. Like you know what I'm yeah, saying? Second to Marfa. Yeah. Austin. Stop talking about Mar- Marfa. Is a nothing place. It is a podunk town in the middle uh, with uh, artists ah! all right oh, uh, I can listen focus listen. there and do my paintings oh my god and collect my trust fund check i'm gonna take hostages pretty soon all right <laughs> you have to understand that da- you know what it should be our secret but i will say this all right dallas has records barbecue records barbecue does amazing pork sign pork barbecue really yes because texas is normally known for their beef barbecue mm-hmm. right but we do pork there okay Family, friends. Is this how you? Is this when your kids have like a question about something? Is this how you yes, do it? Yes, like, I do. You fucking idiot! <laughs> no, <Yes>. a rhombus. <laughs> the following. Um, no, uh, when when you and I could go there, I it's on Illinois Avenue in Oak Cliff. All right, that's okay. where they caught um, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, fun fact. Now, thank you. Um, that is basically the the. Um, Geography of my city is where different events from JFK's assassination <laughs> took place. Yeah. So, There's a great ramen joint oh, where the second Jesus. the second bullet hit. Yeah. Right well, there. Um <laughs> There's a place called the Overpass. You gotta go to Zapooter's bar. Um it's uh anyway. Actually, Sonny Bryan's is near where uh, near Parkland Hospital where they took uh Kennedy. I'm sure. Some of the doctors after they were like, we tried our best. We're like, went down and got a rack of ribs at Sunny Bryant's. Um, they have assigned seating there, which is really cool. So it's like you have your name on the back of your chair. If you eat there enough, you get oh, like a fun. plaque. Yeah, and then you get a defibrillator. But yeah, and you get plaque in you, your heart. In your pla- yeah, plaque <laughs> in your heart. So, um, but uh, Records Barbecue is great. It's needle scratch. I, I would have to bring I you love in. it. I would yeah. love to. There'd be like Bobby Blue Bland. Like playing in the background, like you know, like the thrill is gone, the thrill is gone away. And you're like, I've come here for the barbecue. You'd have your like fucking NPR tote bag on. <laughs> Be like, he's okay. He's one of the good ones. It's okay. He gave Beto money. <laughs> Let him have a rack. Oh yeah. man, and we we have links to all the restaurants that we name in oh my this God. podcast yes. on uh, the Instagram, which is my Instagram at standupdan. Back to Jordan in a second, but first... 
Cachaça is Brazil's most consumed spirit. Annually, the world outside Brazil consumes 1.5 million liters of it. But Brazil yearly consumes 1.5 billion liters. Either way, it is delicious. Mix it with a little sugar, a lot of limes, and you've got Brazil's national drink, the caipirinha. And if you want to show off to your foodie friends at a pretentious dinner party, let them know that the difference between rum and cachaça is that rum is distilled from molasses, whereas cachaça is pure sugarcane. Then drink enough caipirinhas until you forget the difference. Jordan, mm -hmm. we are on to the uh, rapid-fire question Please. part. I don't have a name quick for fire. this. We can't call it quick-fire because that's Top Chef, oh, but I'd like to come microwave. up with a name with the guest. <laughs> what do you think we should call it? Microwave. Microwave. It's time for a microwave. <laughs> or hot plate. I don't know. It's a hot plate. Yeah. All right. Let's hot plate it. You could do it microwandas. You know what microwandas? Microwandas is microwave in Spanish. Oh my god. It just sounds sexy, doesn't it? I know so many things. Uh, I speak different languages. I do. For those listening, sorry, taken. Eleven years married. <laughs> <laughs> what is your earliest food memory? Not from 2019. From oh back god. in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Back in the day, my mom used to make pizza for like these house parties that they they would have mm -hmm. and i had a girlfriend named kim young Woo! we were four years old we showed each other our booties and um, wait hold on yes you're just gonna gloss over that you showed <laughs> each other your butts yeah that was that was like sex back then oh my god we would rub butts together you rub butts am i alone am i yeah we would show each other you show each other your gems. oh jesse you were rubbing butts yeah, what? Well, I mean, <laughs> I had Man. no latency period. I knew I, I couldn't do that because I was I was a little Persian boy, had a hairy butt, <laughs> couldn't show it off at age four. Had the friction's even better, baby. You know, <laughs> what's pleasing to the butt is not always pleasing to the eye. <laughs> I would you should have been like, give me a minute. Only Jordan Carlos. Yeah. I asked him, what's your earliest food memory, and we somehow end up on. So <laughs> I had my four-year-old butt rubbing against little Melanie's four-year-old butt. What was the fucking food, Jordan? Pizza? Pizza. Next question. My mom would Jesus Christ. My, my mom would make the pizza, and it was so good. She made it. Uh, like she made, yeah, she had like she the stone? The Did she have the stone? Or no, she man. We oven? lived in a tiny apartment. My dad's practice uh, was just starting up. Mm -hmm. So we lived in this like little apartment, and she would make it on this uh, wonderful little cutting board. I remember, and, um, and she put it in the she make it in the oven. Made it in the oven. Oh, very yeah, cute. it was Pillsbury dough. She didn't make it from scratch. It was like the early '80s when people yeah. were like, yeah, "I guess I gotta get the Pillsbury from the grocery store." How do I make dough? You know, <laughs> so like, we literally there'd been like this erasure of like understanding how to make things from scratch. And my mother was part of that, but now she she makes things from scratch. So anyway, we uh, had the pizza, and I just remember like having a couple slices with Kim Young on the coffee table. You know what I'm saying? With my girl, my boo. Honestly, if we could, we could have gotten oh, married at four or that five. That was delicious, mom. Now Kim yeah. and I are gonna go rub butts. butts together. <laughs> well, I show her my X-wing fighter, <laughs> and I don't mean my penis. All right, I meant literally the X-wing fighter because it lit up. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It looked well, like a dick. What is okay? What is your death row meal, JC? Death row meal? Yeah. You're on Whoa. death row. You got caught for oh man rubbing your butt on little children's butts. Surf and turf. Surf and turf, wash it down with fried bucket of KSC. Surf and turf steak and uh, lobster? What? Steak and lobster, what kind baby. Of oh, my God. I had a surf and turf the other night mm -hmm. at Frenchette, which is Riyadh Nasser's new restaurant. I know. I've eaten there before with Sarah Jessica Parker. Move on. Dun, 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 dun. Well, Meanwhile, downtown. 
Um, no, I really did eat there with Sarah Jessica Parker because I worked with her. So she on you know, divorce. Yeah, we talked about candy. She's like the coolest lady. Oh, SJP. She's just like us. Um, you know I. What? You know what? But they had a surf and turf that was lambs. Why won't you let me be great? It was. <laughs> it was. It was veal tongue. Okay. And mackerel. Uh, technically. Surf and turf. Technically. It was one. Of, it was probably the most delicious uh, dish of the night. That's what I love about you. You eat these things. That people ate like in the Renaissance. <laughs> if I don't get gout in the next like couple of years, I don't know what I'm doing. How do you wrong. relate to anybody about what you ate? <laughs> oh, I had the tongue. Bring to me the tongue of a goat, <laughs> a bowl of eels. They loved eels in the Renaissance. They did love a lot, eels. In a lot of Renaissance paintings, you see a lot of eels. That yeah. was like the king. That eels. was like its yeah. celebration yeah. time. <laughs> Bring me eels. eels. The most slippery thing ever. And you know, there Bring was me. not only eels, but they like to uh, recreate and repurpose food, right? So it would be like you can't have uh, – they would take like steak and make it into – like they would take meat and make it into a cake. Like like fashion it into the shape of a cake, usually for lint. Oh, really? Yeah, they would fashion it into other things. That's huh. how much money and time they had. They're like, yeah, so good. It was uh, so great. So I, good. I wish. Uh, oh, feudalism. Uh, oh, oh man. that would have been my time. It man. had its charms. Uh, um, got it. So, servant of best high end meal you've ever had. Best high end meal I've ever had. Probably the Cote de Boeuf at Balthazar. <sighs> Um, nice one for two when I got my first raise at my job when I worked in advertising I took my uh, then girlfriend now wife out I was like do you want to get a dinner with me she's like absolutely let's go I know where to go I know what to get and I was like huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I like basically spent my raise <laughs> it was cut to buff that is, is yeah that goes down as one of the best steaks I've ever had in the city as that's well. great the cut to buff for two yes do they still do it I hope I don't know. If it's like do. 98 bucks. I went with Paloma, my girlfriend at the time. Oh, yeah. Who was oh a hostess at Balthazar. Yes, that's right. We both dated hostesses from, from Keith McNally's Keith restaurants. McNally's. <laughs> Shout out to Keith McNally. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, what is the best low end meal you've ever had? Woo. Oh, man. I've had some grimy ones. Yeah. I've had some grimy, grimy. <laughs> you dude. are a grimy. Eater. I'm a grimy dude. Um, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, I go anywhere like where cabbies eat. Where the cabbies eat, that's me. Yeah. So like, we t- I was talking to Hassan about these places. Hassan Minaj was yeah. uh, on the podcast. We were talking about the little Pakistani joints that the cabbies go to. Oh, you got to. Um, there's a Yemeni spot on Atlantic Avenue. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but I'd never had Yemeni food. Hmm. Uh, there what was, is it like? It, it's as though bread based, rice based. It's um, rice based, but um, it's like if you took spicy. Like the spiciest Mexican food, and like cross that with uh, food food from the Middle East. Ooh, that's what it is, fun. and it is so good. And uh, it you know was, the name of the place? We'll give it a shout out. Um, we can look it up. It's on Atlantic <laughs> Avenue. I mean, there's probably not that many Yemeni joints between here. Well, okay, we, we'll, we'll 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 look it. We'll, we'll look it up. Tim will look it up. Tim, Tim will look, look it up. up. But it was oh, really wait, cool. I, it's subterranean. It's like and it's yeah. It's all cabbies. And I kept being like giving the nod, like I know what's I know. Hello, guys. Yeah, is that it? It's Hadramout. What is it? Hadramout. 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 Shout out to Hyatt Hadramout. Shout out. Kick 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 Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. More in your Hadramout, dude. It was so. 
It's delicious. Wow. It was one of those ones where I was like, I was with uh, Judah Friedlander. Yeah. And we just, you know, he's a grimy dude. I can get grimy. Yeah. I just, oh, we were so gross by the end of it. I love it. That's yeah. good grime. Like, That's a good little meal. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to love going down this rabbit hole with you. Please. What is your restaurant pet peeve? Restaurant pet peeve. I feel like that's all we've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what is the good? Um, what is your restaurant? Thinking pet peeve? you can seat me next to the bathroom. Oh, you don't like the seat next to the bathroom? I hate the seat next to the. No, bathroom. No, absolutely. It's like the seat next to the bathroom on a plane. It smells. You're you're just waiting for the fart smell to waft out it's there. Awful. And it's terrible. And um and I don't want it. And no, thank you. The last time I sat close to a bathroom was with you. Exactly. When we were at Olmstead in Brooklyn. Yes, remember uh, that was because it was a, a large number of people. Right. That was that was, the, and that's where the big. Table and they was. should have sat us next to the bathroom. We were we were a riot. We were garbage people. We were hammered. You got in a f- no. The time before that, you got in a fight with a lady. Remember, you got no. in a verbal altercation with the lady. That's why I don't like going to restaurants where women are allowed okay. in. Okay, wow. Uh, see, that's the problem. There's they're in every restaurant. Uh, so, <laughs> but I remember you made friends really? with you made friends with the waitress the second time. You were better behaved. Yes. You know what? That was some her though. You guys had a kind of like a. It was like you were tipsy. She was tipsy, and like oh, you were yeah. kind of like. Oh no, she was she was being mean to me. I think, and I just wasn't like yeah. having it. It was. I think there was an odd kind of Mercury retrograde thing happening. It was like either yeah. we're gonna have sex or fight. Yes, yeah. we didn't know what was gonna happen. Me and the other people were just like, "What? I'll Are tell you guys you. dating?" I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. We did not have sex. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be <laughs> a very sweet origin story. I didn't know what like because she was married too. Oh, she had a ring on. Yes, that's she was right. like being all flirty and wow. and like yeah. This is all. This is all coming like, back. Yeah, yeah. This is doomed from the start, you bastard. All right, so uh, yes. sitting by the bathroom, I'm sitting with by you the on that. Any, any other? I get because I, you know, I get the chip on my shoulder. I think it's a racial thing. They're like, you know, I'll pass like six other black people in the restaurant, but I'm like, I know what this is. <laughs> 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 It'll be like Red Rooster, and I'll be like, I know what's happening here. <laughs> uh, is Look, Red Rooster still good? I haven't been in a long time. I, it's Marcus been a while. Samuelson's Marcus restaurant Samuelson. in Harlem. Yeah, I the last time I went, it's. I loved it when I went. It's delicious. There's another place called Norma, something Ruth, a- Anna Ruth's. That's up there. Something Ruth. Um, is it that? Is it the soul food place? Yes. That's that's a little. I mean, to me, to my palate, is much better than Red Rooster. But mm-hmm. I know what people go there for. They go there for the atmosphere, the design. But um, Amy Ruth's, I think, oh, is okay. what it's called. And that place is just a little more like kind of. Um, has a homier feel mm-hmm. to me. To me, it's it's a like like a lot of ladies in church hats and things like yeah. that. You have to get there Sunday before one o'clock. Okay, because because uh, Abyssinian Baptist Church, mm. the biggest Baptist church in all of Harlem, lets out, and then you can see a wave of hats coming at you. It's like sales, just church hat ladies, and you have to get in there before, like, because people yeah. like are like what it all. I'm gonna have the chicken to name your. No, you're not. Jordan goes to that church and the usher seats him next to the bathroom and he's like, "I know what's going I on. Know. <laughs> I know what this is." Have about. you been to? The... Yeah. Oh man, I've yeah. never been to a Baptist church. I'd love to go. You've never been? Will you take me? Sure. I mean, absolutely. I, you know, I've been, I've been to many synagogues. This would be a wonderful cross cultural kind of thing. Yeah. And plus, um, we got uh, what Passover's coming up. Mm. Passover's like now, right? Passover's tonight. Passover's tonight. Sundown. Yeah. We will be slaying all the firstborns. I'm s- what? Oh, the story of Passover. Oh, the story. 
was like, okay, uh, this went weird. But the Passover meal, are you guys going to do brisket? Um, no, that's more of an Ashkenazi thing. Right. We are the, uh, we are Persian Jews. Yeah. You do actual fun food that we tastes do, great. Like, fun, great food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm my, going to Mexico. My mom's braising some lamb. She's late braising some lamb neck Oh man! right now, which is going to be delicious. No more pet peeves though. I'm surprised. Okay. A couple more pet peeves and I'm terrible. I hate when people are, um, I am a New Yorker, so I resent other people's happiness. So if a group of young people is there just jamming out, having a great time at brunch, I'm like, like, <laughs> you know, like solitude, anger. You know, like oh my god, I'm terrible, right? Weird like, pet peeve. One of my pet other pe- people's happiness. Of. If you were, if the decibel level goes too high, if there's too many hurts, yeah, it hurts my heart. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh man, I want you to eat your meal in stony silence. <laughs> also, yes. yeah, make this. Don't ruin this Norman Rockwell painting that yeah. I am creating. I'm one of those New Yorkers that wants a library like silence yeah. wherever I go. One of those I don't care idiots. that it's, I don't care that drag queen bingo is going on. Yeah. I want silence. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when my dining partner does the dad joke of like they're like, um, we're gonna we're out of the uh, braised uh, rack of uh, chard. And the, uh, the person will be like, that's it. We're leaving. Oh, like, that's my move. I do like, all those dad jokes. I do a lot of the fake flip the table, which is, is a move oh, I think yeah. I got from you. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll also love to do, uh, if, if I finish the plate and it's all done, I'll be like, oh, it was awful. I hated it. <laughs> uh, and, and when they say, are you working on this? Like, can you know when the waiter goes, are you still working on this? Like it's an assignment? Yeah. This is your assignment. Welcome to America where eating is work. I just also hate the kind of like the moment when you ask for the check. You know, because they're like, is there anything else you want? We got to fucking move this table, huh? Yeah. Right. And you're like, just the check will be fine. Yeah. I guess I'll go. One of my biggest pet peeves is when they take plates away. That should not be taken away. But also, yeah. if you're done eating and I'm not done eating and they take your plate away, I fucking hate that. Yeah, they shouldn't do take that. Take all the plates away at the same, same time. time. Right. Because I don't want to be pressured, man. Yeah. Don't I want to eat at my pace. I also hate when they, the tables are like slivers. They're just like <laughs> sliver tables that you're like balancing on. You know what I'm saying? You're balancing your plates on. And they're, they're like, we got like 12 plates of stuff for you. <laughs> Figure it out, little engineer. Like, it's, it's so horrible. <laughs> Yes. I yeah. hate that. Coming in hot. Here we go. <laughs> that I hate. Um, I don't know what else. What else do I hate? I hate when people ask, uh, when dining partners ask, like, the opinion of the waiter. Oh, I'm I like, I hate that. It's all good. <sighs> they wouldn't, they just don't say, like, which, it's not like Minesweep. They're like, one of these is just a turn on a bun. <laughs> like, just order the food. If you feel like, but Foul there's a way. Food. There's yeah. a way that waiters have answered that question, right? Yes. Like if you're like tell me about this, and they're like, "This is what this is," or oh no, if you say, uh, "I'm thinking about between these two dishes, the pasta or you know the steak," the right thing to do is break right. it down. Well, the pasta is going to look at it, and the steak's going to be this. Not get the pasta. Yeah. <laughs> I like the pasta. Fuck you. Me. Who yeah. the fuck are you? Who the is st- you? Steak fell off the truck this morning. <laughs> like, I just feel like, yeah, I, there's also, but it's a New York thing. We're just so weird. We, we, you know, like I was in a shoe store and this guy came in and he, he goes, which one is the best shoe? Like, we always have to have the best. <laughs> For what? What uh, do you want the shoe to do? Yeah. Which is the best. <laughs> Only the best for me. Uh. Assholes. Assholes. 
I hate that. I hate when people. Say, you know what? I'm the kind of person. I'm the middle child, so I endure everything. So when people like send stuff back, you send stuff back. You wild man. You I send will stuff. send stuff back if it's oh if, it, if it doesn't come out the way that I ordered it. <sighs> of course, they're gonna fart all over the food. What? No, they don't Just, do that, do. dude. I've worked dude. in a kitchen. No one okay. does, especially a good restaurant. They're not yeah. gonna do that. And if if I order if I order a burger, medium yeah. rare, and it comes well done, you would eat the burger well done. I have eaten burgers well done if I don't trust the place. No, but I'm saying if you ordered it medium rare oh. and it comes well done, you're not going to return it? Here's the thing about me. Don't really understand the difference. Oh, my God. That's why I eat with you. I learn a lot. I learn so much with you when I eat. You think you know someone. No, no. I learn so much. You I went think to fucking Brown University and you don't know the difference between medium rare and well done? <sighs> I think it's something with your um, fingers, the webbing. I can tell you right, the where uh, the feminine mystique was written. Uh, it, yes, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Seneca Falls. No, that th that's the women's movement, you silly person. I know, but I'm saying, you know... Talking, Betty Friedan, I believe, lived in New York. So. Yes, Betty Friedan lived in New York. Uh, yeah. That is a fun fact that you should know, along with what a fucking rare versus medium versus well done is. I don't know what it is, okay? I learned a lot of things in a restaurant. Oh, you know what? You know, a, another pet peeve I have is narcissistic guys that, that go out on dates because like w women are supposed to have the banquettes. Right, and yes. when a dude is sitting in the banquette and just talking about himself, he's like, "Yeah, we do like big load trades." You know what I'm saying? It's pretty cool. <gasps> I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I went to fucking pen. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, <laughs> I and, the, and, the, and the lady beef going on, and the lady's always like, mm -hmm, "Good, yeah." You know, like counting the hours till this is over, knowing that this is like she's like, "Is this the best I can do?" To, you know, like it's. Horrible. Like you have to sit the, the man gets the outside, the woman gets the banquette, you pull the table out. I've seen it happen tons of times. Nobody pulling the table out. These people aren't gentlemen. You gotta be. Well these streets are watching. I will say maybe uh we've reached a level of equality where the man can get the banquette as much no. as the woman no, can. No. Jesse, no, no, Jesse, no, no. Jesse, don't leave, Jesse. No. There have to be Jesse. certain reparations. <laughs> You have there have to be certain reparations. Okay, we have uh, about seven minutes for yeah. four more questions. Yeah. We can do this. Uh, what is your favorite drunk food? Oh my god! Mm. Oh, my favorite drunk food, probably oh stick au poivre. <laughs> what? You're such a man of the people, Jordan Carlos. My favorite drunk if food. If I can, if it can um, happen. Well, okay, some answers we've gotten so far: <laughs> Taco Bell. Fries. You asked JC my coming in with a steak au poivre, <laughs> oh, preferably with pink peppercorns. <laughs> There's nothing like a steak au poivre. It's a toss up. And by drunk, of course, it's you mean a toss up. I've had oh, a little it's too a much Santimillion to drink. You know what? <laughs> it's a toss up between that and crawdads. I love crawfish. Give me a big old heaping bowl of crawdads and mm. a beer. And Dixie beer, dude, I'm done. That's fun. I'm just like, and yeah. my position becomes like this. That's almost, fun. Yeah, dude. That's horizontal. Fun. So I can go high and low. You eat the head with the crawfish? Absolutely. You suck out the head. Suck out the head. You suck out the head. You suck up them gets. Get the molly. <laughs> oh, boy, I guarantee that's a good time right there, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, I love You're it. You're a good uh, Louisiana. Well, you know, my people come from Louisiana. Huh? My granddaddy comes from Louisiana. Oh, yeah? But as they say in Louisiana, how do you know who your daddy is just because your mama told you so? <laughs> that, that has was, to do that with... That was before 23 and Yeah, that was... Yeah, that has to do with interracial stuff. All right, <laughs> go ahead. That is the ad for 23 and Me in New Orleans. That is the ad for New Orleans. <laughs> I'll tell you how. They yeah. show an old yeah. black man, I don't <laughs> and then like some white guy in a suit comes out. I'll tell you how. At 23 and Me, 
<laughs> we use your saliva, not your mom's word. Um, I just love the the great names: Tibido, Moonlandro. Like, your, what is <laughs> what is your favorite hangover food, Jay Oh, it has to be huevos, man. Gotta have mm, the eggs. See. Little eggs, eggs, avocado toast mm. is me. But ever since I did the whole thirty, it's now I have to make a sweet green smoothie. Throw in the kale in there. Bananas. Wait, blueberries, coconut Wait, tips. This is for hangovers. Oh, this even a hangover. Yeah, it's good. I mean, protein, bananas. You need the bananas, the chia seeds. Oh, we had another guest who was bananas, and I made fun of him. You know who it was? Ignacio Hasama. Matos. Ignacio? Chef of Estella. How dare you? He was like, I like bananas. I was like, bananas? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You need some greasy. No. It's the potassium in the banana. It's so good for you. Um, it burns so clean. I actually just had, I'm kind of hungover today. And oh, yeah. I had, uh, before we started recording, I went and got the old school deli egg and cheese on a roll. Oh, bacon, gross. egg, and cheese on a roll with ketchup. Dude, Can't there's something it. about that bodega bacon egg and cheese. Oh, yeah. it brings back so much. It's so delicious. And the and the cheese that they use, you the don't shitty even ask cheese, about. Yeah, yeah, the shitty bread, mm-hmm. but it all just comes together. Oh yeah, that's so, so good. good. Oh, you know what? Actually, there's a spot. I need to find the name of it. I'll find it after this podcast. It's a Dominican joint that we order from. So uh, on the you know like on the seventh day, we rest in my house and we order from the Dominican. Order, place. Yeah, we order this Dominican place. And it's they've got this like um, amazing garlic sauce that will just it will make you it just resets your clock. It's Ooh, amazing. Dude. I love a good garlic sauce. Yeah, it's like they get the platanos, they get the tostones, you get the half a chicken. See, and it's like you just do the merengue in in your house. It's unbelievable. My wife orders in Spanish, so they get it right. Me, I was like, I'll have the half chicken, please. And they're like, and yeah, and then they, and you get like a roast pork sandwich. Yeah, she just does it back and forth like. She sounds like Rosie Perez for a second, and then it's like the most amazing meal arrives at our. Or door, it's mm. a, oh, she's a real New Yorker, my wife. So she knows how to order from everybody. Who is your favorite celebrity chef? Eddie Wong. Eddie Wong, because I've hung out with him and I like his personality. I've never really had any of his food, but I like him. And I know that personality is infused in the food. If you have a great personality, the food's going to be great too. Mm. That's I don't just, know much yeah. about him. I think he. Ha- what did he have? It's funny dude. He had a, a he had a restaurant downtown. Yeah, he like still does. Lower East Side. Or Lower East Side. And then he wrote fresh off the boat. Yeah. And he's like just too hot to handle. Good like for they, him. like network TV was like, get out of here. Here's a check. We can't handle you. No way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's nice. his life. So it's he's like my dream. He's got a million stories. He's a New York City kid. He's a lot of fun. I like people like that, that like that stay in New York, create something here, and are can only like exist here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I love I love those kind of people. That's cool. I'll yeah. give you that. I need to know more about him. Who's your favorite? Mine. Mine is pro- the TV personality would be Bourdain or yeah. Jacques Pepin. I love Jacques Pepin. Jacques Pepin. Oh, I'll send you a video. It'll blow your mind. The French chef? Look up the Jacques Pepin making an omelet uh, on New York Times video. <laughs> it's like one of the best food videos ever made. But uh, wasn't he the, um, the chef for Kennedy? He was. He was a presidential chef. He worked yeah. for the prime minister of, of France as well. Wow. Yeah, he's awesome. He's old school. Um, you always got the deep cuts. But I think that my, f- I, I, I hate saying this, but pre me to Mario Batali. I loved Mario Batali. You like him pre me too? Yes. <laughs> no, I yeah. think what you yeah. mean Before is- he got caught. <laughs> yeah. No. I oh, like- he was on a streak. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think I understand. You, you know what like, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Me too withstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. He I opened it. my eyes to food, man. He did so much yeah. to help, I think, move the food needle. 
He did. And I he, mean, and then he had to move his other needle. I saw him being creepy at fucking <sighs> Spotted Pig. So you know much. what? I he, Crocs, Crocs, Crocs has a lot. They have a lot to, to answer to. No, no. I mean, like to, <laughs> they, they, they owe him a load of thanks. You know, like Crocs are the creepy Me Too shoe now. Well, no, they're also used. But my dad. Okay, so I saw Mario Batali in Crocs. I was like, that looks like a comfortable old dude shoe. So I got oh, him for my God. dad. Even grosser. Imagine being like manhandled by a dude wearing fucking Crocs. That's gross. <laughs> I'd beat him with his own Croc. <laughs> um, what is your desert island food? Oh, You're on a desert island. I'm on a desert island. It can be either can one dish or one thing, or it could be like a, a type of cuisine. Um, Cajun. Cajun, Cajun, really? Well, I'm, I'm like my family's Creole. You'd never Cajun. get get tired of Cajun. Absolutely huh? not. Cajun, Cajun. Cr- I'm Cajun for Cajun. Like I <laughs> love it. So you don't understand the. De- I mean, there's beignets. Yes. Chicory. Chicory. You have your coffee however you want, Cher. Yeah. You know, you get. You can I've go never to, had chicory coffee. You never had chicory. <laughs> you ever been to Cafe Dumont? No, I haven't. You never been to Cafe Dumont, no? No. Oh boy. You know when I went to <laughs> Nolens, actually. Um, I, I, it's I just to, French cuisine, but with spice. It's, it's so amazing. cool. It's yeah. probably the most interesting food culture in America. It's amazing. Is, is the Cajun food. Yeah. We grew up in Texas, which has great food. But when we got, you know, when we go to see my aunt in New Orleans, who would make us gumbo, make us etouffee, um, you know, crawdad pie, like all this stuff. It was like, it was just this kind of ratatouille, amazing moment where like so much, like a whole world of cuisine was opened up to me. She's like, it, it don't stop there. Yeah. We get the beignets um, and it don't stop there. You hungry, Cher? We're going to go get mufaletta oh, down I love at the farm. Oh, is mufaletta yeah. considered, I, I don't know if I'd consider that Cajun, but it's well, definitely New Orleans. Well, food. that's the thing about it. Love a mufaletta. I think it's just a big, I mean, it's a big gumbo, right? So that's the best thing. It's like it. New Orleans is great because it actually is a melting pot city. I think that New York, at times melts, but it's mainly a, like a tossed salad. It's like so, but like, but of like very rich greens, like oh, very expensive greens. Yes, yeah, very <laughs> little gem. <laughs> There's a lot of little gem, a lot of frisé. Oh, <sighs> yes, absolutely the frisé in your mouth. Yeah. Don't forget the rocket. All right, so oh, uh, <laughs> we don't call it arugula here. We call it rocket. Rocket, like they do in Australia. Yeah. Um, so, but there, I mean, that's an Italian dish. Yeah. You know, Ooh, for those of you who don't know yeah. what a mufaletta is, mufaletta is a soft yeah. bread. Soft bread. Uh, every piece of the pig, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, you know, the, you got your ham, you got your sopracetta. <laughs> <laughs> hits you right here. Hits you right here. Remember the A one steak sauce commercial? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, it's right there. It's right there. Um, you get all that. Yeah. You get like an olive tapenade situation. Mm-hmm. Oof, it is so good. Go get yourself a mufaletta. It's a wheel. It's a wheel of a <laughs> yeah, sandwich. It's so good. And you don't get nothing done there. Mm. I mean, well, that's New Orleans. It's a big easy. You don't do anything. Yeah. So, uh, which which is great. Uh, I love that and um, all the crab that they that they sell. I love a good yeah. crab pie, crab meat. All right. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I want to be on that desert Dana! island. I want to be on that island with you. Uh, no, you lost me a gator. I had it. Didn't love it. Um, wow. Final question. Please. Jordan Carlos, what is a food that you can't stand? We'd like to end on a negative <sighs> note here at Green Eggs and Dan. Carrot cake. What? It's disgusting. Wait, are you serious? They have to put a warning on carrot cake. Are you kidding me? You know what? You know what the warning on carrot <gasps> cake is? When name me another cake you broke where they heart. have to put the contents of that cake in icing on top of the cake. Warning, there's shitty carrot in here. Wait, it's so it's <laughs> <laughs> the little fun carrot on top? Yeah. 
I oh it's my disgusting. god, dude! Literally, why am I eating vegetable cake? You know what the opposite of a carrot cake is? What a red velvet cake. Everybody loves it. It's great. It's bullshit. Shut up. It's not a chocolate. It's a chocolate cake with red in it. It's racist because they're like, no one's gonna want this black cake. <laughs> Make it red. How could you fucking fall for that trap, dude? It's a chocolate it's cake. So good. It's for first white of all, people. It's, not, it's, it's cocoa. a chocolate cake it's for cocoa. racists. It's Richard Spencer's favorite fucking chocolate cake. I grew up with that guy, and you know what? It was <laughs> true story. Oh, we'll get to that on another podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jordan Carlos, always a pleasure. Love you so much. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you. And uh, anything you want to plug? Sure. Um, my podcast, Adulting. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention that okay. in the intro. Dude, it's it's going to be de- debuting on WNYC um, starting the 21st. I host that with my co from Go, Michelle Buteau. We, we shoot her. it, uh, or sorry, we record it down at Union Hall. You guys can come check out the uh, Union Hall calendar to see when our upcoming shows are. Um, I also am on a Netflix series, which will remain nameless, um, but it's super scary and has to do with your phone. Yeah. And then- It's um, called no, uh, don't, Butt Rubbers don't, Who've Made It. Yeah, Butt Rubbers Who've Made It. And then I'm also on an Apple Plus show that uh, has to do with- uh, Oh, a lot of secret puppets. projects going puppets. on with JC. Furry puppets that are very nice. Guys, Jordan Carlos is one of the funniest comedians I know. Seek him out. I am. Find oh, <laughs> humble, humble as well. Seek him out. Oh, what is your uh, instas and your? My insta is the realer Jordan Carlos. It's a joke, and uh, and at Jordan Carlos on Twitter. Find me there. Very good, Jordan. Love you so much. Thank I love you. Again. You. All right. Bye. <laughs> what are we on the phone? I don't know. I don't know how to end this. Let's go eat. We're gonna go eat. I think, or we're gonna have coffee. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. Special thanks to Caitlin Moldenauer, More Banana Podcast Network, and Kill Room Studios. To see pictures of Jordan Carlos's fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in today's episode, and more, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan and Interstitial Music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.